You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. All right. A little bit of White Sox, unfortunately. Um, so yesterday, Bob Nightingale of USA Today and of Odyssey Sports reported that the White Sox will, in fact, be parting ways with Jose Abreu. Now, I understand. I understand when you are backed into a corner because of an owner like Jerry Reinsdorf who refuses to spend necessary money um, and I'm not talking, he, he did let Rick spend. Rick did not allocate his funds properly. He spent too much on the bullpen. They spent too much on an extension for Larry Garcia. They spent too much on Josh Harrison. Um, they spent too much on Yasmani Grandal. Like, obviously, the pro scouting isn't there. Um, but Rick, Jerry Reinsdorf has never allowed for the above and beyond to get a nine-figure player in here, right? Yasmani Grandal is the biggest contract the White Sox have ever given out. So I understand that since you're in that situation, you probably can't bring back Jose Abreu because you have other positions that need to be filled um, and you need to find a way to get rid of some of your first base right field DH types for a little bit more positional versatility. That being said, when you are a team at both the pro level and the minor league level, that's so rooted in like the Latino baseball culture. And you have all these guys, Nore Vera coming up, Oscar Colas coming up, Yolki Cespedes coming up, all these guys who need someone to look at. Jose Abreu is your man. Yeah. And I understand that Andrew Vaughn's got to play first base. He can't play the outfield. And Elo Jimenez has to DH. He can't play the outfield. He can't play the infield. But you can't tell me that Jose Abreu, Somebody over the course of his career has done nothing but give up leverage and contract negotiations, saying publicly multiple times that he doesn't want to be anywhere else. He wants anywhere. to be a White Sox. Wants to be a White Sox. Then you know that he's not going to be insulted if you say, "Hey, I know you were just getting fifteen million, but how about we give you five, or we defer and give you five now and ten over the next ten years." You yeah. can't tell me that that's not a possibility. I know that Bob Nightingale's got the in with Jerry. He's got the in with Kenny. But I am still not I, – I, Jose Abreu will be a White Sox next year. He will do whatever he can to stay here. Yeah. I think, you, I think, you know, I'm a solutions guy, not a problems guy. And 
what you just said right there, like that needs to be tweeted out, retweeted, like get this guy money that's that's deferred. They do that. That's a thing. That's not like something that's like far-fetched. Like that's a thing. The Mets and, are still paying Bobby Bonilla. Right. 30 and, years later. And you're going to tell me Jose Obrey doesn't want to be in, in uh, Cienfuegos, Cuba, and getting a million-dollar check when he's fucking 50 or 55? Of course he does. Like, 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 use that leverage. I think you're absolutely right. You know, I was on Sports Talk Live when it existed on NBC Sports, and every friggin' old white panelist was on there talking about how Jose Obrey, you needed to, you know, get, get out of the White Sox organization. Well, he brings no value, brings no value. And I rem- I'm n- never forget this. And I, I, I'm, the, I'm the Puerto Rican kid on the panel. And I'm like, staying quiet. Then everybody hits silence. And then Cap comes to me. And I'm like, guys, I know you guys don't know this, but a lot of Latin players, they don't have fathers. And I'm like, and when you're looking at some of these guys that are away from their families for a very long time, they look for father figures. And I was like, and Jose Obreu is that. And you can say what you want about the clubhouse and you don't think what he could do or whatever. I was like, but the guy can hit. And the guy's the elder statesman of, of Cuba, and they all look up to him and what he's doing. And I was like, so there's value there. You just you're, you're trying to you know put some metric on there, and 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 when it comes to that, you can't experience it. And so what you said about Vera and Cola's coming up, and attracting other players, right? When you gotta like look at look um, look at Elvis Andrews. You don't think that he looked at that team and said, "That's a bunch of fucking Latinos there. I feel good playing with those guys. Yeah, let me go there." And what happened? It worked in your in your favor. And so I wholeheartedly agree with you, Shane. Find a way to make it happen. You know, if Jose Brady got to chain himself up to the locker room <laughs> before he goes or whatever. But I, I, I truly hope that that statement is real because it will be heartbreaking, not only as a Sox fan, but as someone who really likes Jose Abreu as a person to think of him going to another team and being unhappy. Like, I don't want that for my guy. I don't want him to go to the Phillies and fucking hate you know, having to live out there and experiencing something new. Like, no, dude, you're, you're a guy, man. Stay here. The, the the one thing he's probably going to have to be okay with, though, is Jose Abreu has been a pillar of consistency, playing somewhere between 140 and 160 games every year, right? Unreal. He's probably going to have to be okay with maybe playing 60 to 70 games just because of the position the White Sox have put themselves in and, and having all these guys that need to DH often and – you know, we've talked a lot about Yasmani Grandal on this podcast, and Jerry doesn't really pay guys to go away. What he did to Dallas Keuchel was kind of unprecedented in, in his situation. So I, I don't know if Yasmani Grandal is going to be booted. So that's another guy that's going to need DHF bats. Um, so Abreu, if he wants to stick around, number one, is going to have to take a lot less money up front if they're even in the in the business of wanting to offer it to him. And number two, he's going to have to understand that he's going to play probably half or less yeah. the amount of games that, that, that he's used to playing. Listen, and you and I have seen, like you say, we've seen Jose Abreu come through so often for the Chicago White Sox team. Yeah. Could you imagine a situation where there's man on second, let's just say, and you need a pinch hitter and you got you get you get to go to your bench and grab Jose Abreu? Yeah. You exactly. know he's coming through. He's yeah. coming through because he's not I trying just, to hit a homer. He's going he's gonna to do what he's supposed to. Nice little base hit, little blooper, little line shot. And so, like, that that would be a great luxury. I mean, I don't think any Sox fan wants to see Jose Abreu leave. No. That kind of exit with the White Sox. I want to see Jose Abreu leave on his own terms. And yeah. the White Sox have not, even if they were going to let him go, the conversation needed to happen privately and then have him be the one to say, at least publicly, hey, it was my decision. Yes. This, this is my, give him, afford him that right to go out from the White Sox on his own terms, not leaking shit to Bob Nightingale. No. 
That's that's, that's it's, frustrating. It's, but it's similar to to the final game of the season where Jose Abreu did tell the media that, you know, I told Miguel Cairo and Rick Hahn that I didn't want to play in the last game. Yeah. I told them that. So if you know that ahead of time, then make sure the fans know that because there's a good, a damn good chance that he's not coming back in 2023. And those people in the, in the stands on that Tuesday night, the second to last game that he is playing in, the, the four or five fucking thousand that were there, deserve to say goodbye to Jose Abreu. Yeah. So you know ahead of time that he's not playing in the last game. Make sure the fans know that he's not playing in the last game. You want to know, you know, you know, it's funny, man. You know, we talk about this organization and, you know, the pain that we endure. And it's like simple fucking things, right? Like, you look at the St. Louis Cardinals. I hate bringing them up along with the Twins, right? Like, you're talking about classy organizations. When they let fucking Molina, Pujols, and uh, Adam Wainwright. and Wainwright walk off the field together, like, yes. Playoff game, yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. You do that. You take care of your guys. You understand that your organization is, 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 is bigger than baseball. Like, that's how you got to treat it. Your organization, who your players are, their fan base, you guys are in your own fucking world. And it's not about, you know, your own bottom line or your own selfish, you know, desires, right? It's like, no, dude, there's other people that care about this team other than you. And so, like, that would have been the way to do something like that. Because you're right. How disrespectful. You just let fucking Jose Brady walk away. No goodbye, no nothing. Thank you. You're going to put, you know what you're going to do? You're going to put up a fucking Instagram post. And they're going to say, thank you for your time. No, no. Yeah. Like, no, that's like. That's like that's like hitting somebody up on their birthday and putting it on Facebook. That's your real friend, like your real friend, like your your real homie. Like if it's somebody that you don't care about, you do that. If you really like somebody, you call them up, you say what's up, you hang out with them. Like that's what you want to do with Jose Abreu. So yeah. I, I got really upset right there. Like yeah, it's right it, well, it's it's disrespectful, and they're handling it with complete incompetence. And they're it, handling it, it the way White Sox handle things. It's an like, incompetent organization. It is. It's an hey. incompetent organization. The funny thing is. Because, like, you know Rick Hahn cares. You know Kenny Williams cares. Like, these guys actually care. Yeah. But the, the, their, their approach and, and, like, the way they handle it is just wrong. And you would think, like, because the reason I even said that is because the solution in my head was, like, if you or I were running the team, like, we would make sure shit like that happens. Right? You're an executive producer. you got a mind. You, you think of things that way. And I do, too. I have a big heart. I, I would never let – I would never just be like, nope, this is business and this is how it's handled. Yeah, with everybody else, but not Jose fucking Abreu. No. Like, that's just wrong. It's no. wrong on a, on a ton of different levels. And, it's and again, it the incompetency of, of the Chicago White Sox.